What can your fitness past teach you? More on that coming up next. Welcome to Happily Ever Active, where we crack the consistency code with fitness tips on motivation, mindset, and much, much more. Now, here's your host, author of Feel Like It, and the guy with the silent O, Kelly Dell. What's going on, everybody? I hope you've had a week of motivating movement. My name is Kelly. This has been a whirlwind week on my end. I don't know about you. I'm recording on the road this week from my hometown of Altona, which is a small town in the heart of the Canadian prairies. It's a few miles off of the American border near the state of North Dakota. And if I'm being really specific, actually, I'm recording in the house that I grew up in. And I'm here because on Wednesday, I gave the graduation address to W.C. Miller Collegiate, my old high school. To put it mildly, it was a surreal experience to be part of the ceremony, and it goes without saying how honored I was to even be asked to contribute. So that was pretty neat. And tonight, this evening, I'll also be speaking at a book event at the University of Winnipeg. That's where I completed my undergrad degree in psychology several moons ago. A lot of trips down memory lane. And if that wasn't enough, after this recording, I'm off to conduct an interview for you guys with a couple of researchers in health psychology on the topics of guilt and shame and how they play a role in our motivation to move. So just a lot of cool things on my plate this week. A lot of fun stuff. And what about this week's topic? Well, when I arrived in Altona this week, it didn't take long before I broke out my runners and I took a rip around town. It's one of my favorite things to do when I visit. And I often run into old friends and I see old sites and new sites actually. And it's literally, like I said, a trip down memory lane. And I guess this week, that's sort of the point. Given the nature of this tour I'm on, it just made perfect sense to talk more about this idea, this memory lane idea on the show this week. Now, you've heard me talk about how both the act of being active, the action, and the atmospheres in which you do it really matter. And if you get both of them aligned, it can make for some special moments while moving, some special fitness moments. Well, that's what this home run, if you want to call it that, is like for me. The nostalgia is off the charts. And when you couple this with visiting my old high school and seeing old friends, it was, you know, as they say, it was set at an 11 on a scale of 1 to 10. That makes me wonder if this ever happens to you. Have you ever returned somewhere only to feel a flood of sentimental feelings about it? I think it's one of the cool human experiences in my mind, nostalgia, and it can be actually a terrific catalyst for more motivating movement, and I can explain that. It's definitely important to be forward-looking in your fitness journey, to mindfully choose activities that fit you and plan them for the places and the times that really work for you, and to have a routine with stamina built for the long haul. You've heard me talk about how fitness has to feel a certain way you like, and it sounds so basic, but yet it's often neglected. And it also needs to be performed as we do it. It has to be performed in likable ways. So it's not just finding activities you enjoy, but also doing them in likable ways. Well, sometimes it's hard to know at first what fits you. And if you struggled for years, perhaps, um, with being motivated and with enjoying fitness at all, enjoying exercise, then you'll know what I'm talking about, that sometimes you just don't feel like this thing or these things fit us. And it's easy to blame ourselves for that, but let's get past that. I think there's something out there for everybody. There's a better fit out there if you struggled. And 
that's what I'm really going to talk about a little bit more today and hopefully a, a reflective manner. And when I perform fitness histories, the past can offer up a lot of data that I think we don't consider when we're planning the road ahead. We get really fixated on goals. And in some ways, fixating on goals too soon, at least, can be a distraction from, I think, the stuff that really matters, at least to our long-term motivation. Attaching goals, though, to a likable process makes those goals more achievable and realistic. That's pretty clear, and the research shows that. When it comes to creating a likable plan in the first place, dipping deep into our past can actually be pretty useful, a very useful exercise. And one interview I conducted a long time ago with a fellow named Tim is, I think, one of the better examples of the power of nostalgia in powering your fitness routine going forward, at least informing it. Now, Tim was a regular swimmer, a lap swimmer, and loyal to the letter, I would say. He would swim four to five times a week, sometimes more. He liked to do it early before work. And this was a guy who, on the surface, had a hardened discipline to his routine. But it's easy to be disciplined to a routine you love, right? And that's kind of uh, a message I like to repeat. It's, it's easier to be disciplined to a routine that you like, to activities you like to do. And so when I asked him if it was always this way, he said no. I mean, his discipline, so to speak, came later. And it was, again, attached to swimming, something he loved to do. Clearly, when I learned about his history in general, I had to learn more. So I asked him about his past. I wanted more details. And his past showed that classic revolving door pattern of starting and stopping, including returning to things that he never really stuck to in the past. So going back to familiar things, even though it's never really turned out that well. And as he joined a gym, which was one of those things, and connected with to a lot of those bland activities that never really fired him up in any way, he found himself predictably struggling again. And he was getting quite fed up about it, even beating himself up about it. And this followed, of course, this uh, search for more fitness followed a period where he was really feeling unhealthy, I should add. But around this time when he was feeling fed up and he was beating himself up over it, something happened. During a heat wave, he happened to walk by the pool at the same gym he was attending and think, boy, that seems refreshing. And in that moment, Images of Tim's youth started to bounce in his head because Tim spent a lot of time in pools as a kid, as a lot of us do. At least we do a lot more in our youth than we do in adulthood for the most of us. And he always liked it. So it suddenly dawned on him that maybe he should take the plunge, pardon the pun, and go for a dip, if only to get some relief from that stifling weather, that heat wave. Well, he went out, bought some swim shorts, and went. He was quite captivated by this idea, I suppose. In a matter of a few seconds, when he jumped in the pool, a rush of nostalgia hit him, even more than the day before when he was sort of a bystander to the pool. There's a cold rush of water. There were sounds of kids laughing and playing. It was like jumping into a time machine, I think. While he just soaked it up the first day, again, pardon the pun, he got the idea to... Uh, maybe add swimming to his stale routine or a routine that was probably petering out. So he went back for some laps and the rest, as they say, was history. He said to me, I think about my morning swim before I go to bed at night. So here's a guy who started daydreaming about doing something that he really, really loved, which is a, a big sign of a strong relationship with fitness, if you ask me. 
thinking about it when you're not doing it, right? And so nostalgia can be quite magical. And this brings me to the question of the week. If you go back as far as you can remember, even preschool maybe, what are the activities, the physical activities you remember loving? What were you naturally attracted to as a kid or, you know, as a teenager? Maybe you haven't done some of these things since childhood. And maybe there's a good reason for that. However, there may be one or two that you might think, hey, maybe this is worth checking out again. Like, you know, recreational soccer, or maybe that's skating, or biking. Our natural attractions to exercise happen pretty early, before fitness culture messes with our mind. And we only grow into this, at times, really toxic fitness culture later in life. And so we can often start our lives, or we often do start our lives, with a positive relationship with our bodies and movement. And we explore, we try new things much, much more easily than we do now. And that means that we've got potentially this great data to draw on to inform some of our decisions and our planning decisions now. And that's really the message this week. What was life like before thinking, I should be exercising more, which is what we often think as adults. And when we wanted to move and did so with little psychological resistance, what was life like before the shoulds really entered the equation? And being in the town I grew up in this week triggered a ton of nostalgic thoughts. For example, after the graduation address on Wednesday, I got access to the brand new gym that was built this spring a few months ago at my old high school. And the vice principal indulged me by letting me shoot some hoops on a glossy new basketball court. I was It was really cool. And I couldn't help but think as I was shooting around that I need to do this more often. It's so much fun, even just once in a while. Pull out the basketball, head down to the local court, and just play around. Because as a kid, I'd shoot baskets on the local court for hours. Hours. I didn't think about the calories that I burned, just like you wouldn't have thought about the calories that you burned, or Tim, the swimmer, wouldn't have thought about those things when he was younger, right? That mindset just comes in later. No one really needed to nudge me to go out and shoot hoops for a couple hours. And that's the point. Nostalgia can be that nudge now if you need it. We just have to tap into those memories and maybe allow ourselves to, in a way, be a little kid again. And that's really what I want to drive home this week. Nostalgia can be a powerful tool or powerful source of change if we use it in a certain way. With that, thanks for joining me again. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at kelly.dell, that's D-O-E-L-L. And of course, until next time, here's to living happily ever active. This episode of Happily Ever Active has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more content on the mental side of fitness. Oh, and don't forget to rate and review the show. See you next time.